Hello, dear friends. Welcome to Being an Everyday Hero, episode number 20, the $80 million pair of shoes. My name is Brett Culp. Thanks for joining me for a few minutes today. There is incredible power in being able to see underneath the surface of things. Sometimes in life, we are so busy and our minds are so busy and our lives are so jam-packed that everything we're engaging with, because we're engaging with so many things, we're moving so quickly that we never really are able to dive deep into what these things mean, what they're about, and see the beauty and the majesty and the extraordinary things that are just right underneath the surface. And that's true of people, of events and moments, of experiences we have in our lives, of relationships and opportunities, of of the work we're doing, and really the incredible majesty of everything around us. We miss it sometimes because of the pace and speed of our life and just the distractions and all the things that that keep us from being focused and in the moment. So today I want to talk about that for a minute. I want to talk about the distractions and the power of seeing underneath all of that and and what extraordinary things lie there for all of us. So thanks for joining me for a few minutes. If you're new to the podcast, being an everyday hero This is about the opportunity to see your life as more than just the tasks and the work you're doing, but as an opportunity to make the world a better place, to make a positive impact in every single piece of your life, whether it's your work, your relationships, your family, your community efforts, or even just uh, the people and the experiences that you have at the supermarket when you're getting your, your food or your experiences out in the world, everything you're doing, if you're the kind of person that sees each one of those opportunities and experiences as a way to make a positive difference, this is the place for you. And so in each episode, I try to share ideas, insights, tools, and perspectives on how you can do that better. And that's that's my goal today. So thanks for joining me and thanks for being an everyday hero. So the story goes that in 1886, Vincent van Gogh, the very famous painter, visited a flea market in Paris and found a pair of worn-out shoes. He bought them and took them back to, to his apartment or his place where he was living, and he tried them on, and they didn't fit. He, they, they weren't comfortable for him. So he just said, hey, instead of wearing them, I'll use them as something that I can look at and draw inspiration from for my paintings. And this was not the most beautiful, incredible pair of footwear. In fact, this is like an ugly, ugly pair of boots that he found. And But ultimately, the inspiration that he found from looking at these boots and drawing them and creating images of them became this famous painting by Van Gogh called A Pair of Shoes. And it's pretty amazing to think about the idea that this simple pair of shoes that he found at the flea market would become ultimately one of the most celebrated pieces of footwear in the history of modern art perhaps the most. And if you're not familiar with this painting, you might want to stop, take a second, and and Google it. It's Vincent Van Gogh's A Pair of Shoes is the name of the painting. 
But there have been an incredible amount of words, critiques, criticisms, uh, thoughts, interpretations of this painting. People have been talking about it since he created it. In fact, a few years ago, there was an exhibit at a museum just built around this pair of shoes and all the different viewpoints and influences that this interpretation, this painting created. So what started as a pair of shoes worth a few coins inspired a painting that is now, if it ever went on the market, it's conservatively worth $80 million. Now, for me, in most of my life, I look around and see the ordinary stuff everywhere I go. Most of my life, in fact, is filled with what I would consider to be ordinary. Norm, the normal things, the pens and pencils, the paper, the cars, the, the devices and the electronics and the houses that we live in and the beds we sleep on and the clothes we put on and the toothbrush and the toothpaste and the body wash and the shampoo and the conditioner. And I mean, you go on and on with all this stuff that fills our lives every day that is just to us ordinary, that we don't even notice, we don't even see. It just kind of slips away from our minds. And yet, here is one of the most famous painters of modern times looking at this old pair of boots, these pairs of shoes, and creates a masterpiece. I love this quote in a letter to his brother, Van Gogh wrote, It is good to love as many things as one can. I see paintings or drawings in the poorest cottages, in the dirtiest corners, and my mind is driven towards these things with irresistible momentum. Poetry surrounds us everywhere. Poetry surrounds us everywhere. And when you look at most of Van Gogh's pieces, not all of them, but most of them, many of his most famous works, his most brilliant works are still lifes, and they're of ordinary things, things that are available or that were available, things that are still available to us for a few dollars or a few pennies, things like ordinary rooms and flowers and shoes and food, and things like that, the, the stars at night in the sky. These are the, the subjects of Van Gogh's paintings. And yet he sees within them this incredibleness, this spectacular image that he brings out in these ordinary things that you and I are rushing past and not seeing every day of our life. That's an incredible skill to be able to do that, number one. But I think there's a level in which all of us can do that, in which all of us can look at the things of our life and see them as extraordinary. And I think we are often trying to look for joy and peace and happiness and rewards and fulfillment within these external things of our life, and yet we miss the things we already have and the beauty within those things. We're not seeing them. The people that love us and that we love 
we take those relationships for granted. We get frustrated. We get upset with our partners, with our spouses, with our children. And we stop seeing the magnificent within them because we get we get so caught up in the difficulties and we lose sight of that and that ultimately causes us to drift away and sometimes even lose those relationships we are involved in work in careers that are influencing and impacting people in incredible ways every day and yet we forget we get burnout in our work and we lose our enthusiasm because we get so focused on the achievements or the frustrations or the disappointments, and we lose sight of the splendor within the things we're doing and the impact we're making. We forget that it's an opportunity to reflect light into the world. And it's the same with all of the real blessings that we have in our life. We lose sight of how amazing it is to live in houses that are safe from the weather, that have electricity and air conditioning and Wi-Fi, and we have these comfortable soft beds to sleep on, and we have all these electronics in our world and cars and automobiles and all of these things that make our lives so amazing. And we, we get into the grind and the routine of our life and we lose that sense of how incredible all of this is and how many miracles we're surrounded by every day and just how incredibly, just amazing our life is. The fact that you are listening, that I can speak and share these thoughts and ideas with you and we can communicate in this way is so extraordinary and and I'm so grateful and thankful for it. And I want to look at this and every moment of my life, everything that I'm doing, everything I'm part of, the way Van Gogh looked at that pair of boots. I want to see the beauty in it. And I want to let it inspire me to express beautiful things. And I think when we can stop for a minute, just kind of stop quiet our minds, all the thoughts, all the plans, all the schedules, all the ambitions, all the pressure that we put on ourselves, the the times that the word should comes up in our mind, we should do this, we need to do that, we have to, all the stress on us, if we can put that aside for a minute and just appreciate what's in front of us right now to see the beauty in it, to see the inspiration in it, to see the power in it. I think almost all of the inspiration we need, all of the enthusiasm and motivation that we need, it's not necessarily in some external place. It's probably right here in front of you right now. It's probably the, all that potential is within this moment right now. It is in your life right now. And it's very possible that you're waiting for something to happen in your life or you're wanting something to happen in your life that is beyond what you're experiencing right now, but that the actual key 
to unlocking the doors that you feel like are all you're all locked up behind right now is actually sitting in your world right now and you're not seeing it. You're not experiencing it. You're not feeling it. Or you've lost sight of it. And it may be that you need to stop for a minute like Van Gogh did and look at that pair of boots from the flea market and say, wow, I need to stop and really see this again. Really open my eyes to what's in front of me and not miss it. It's really hard for me. This is a weakness of mine to not really be able to be in the moment very well. I'm really bad at it. I have some friends that are amazing at it that really do that well. But I am always mentally on to the next thing. I'm always like, okay, well, what's next? And what do I need to do? And what's on my list? And what do I have to get done? And how am I going to accomplish that? And where am I going to go? And who do I need to get in touch with? And there's this constant like to-do list in my head of what I should be working on. And that should, that feeling of should... And those visions and plans and and being too focused on the future often keeps me from experiencing this present moment the way I want to, the way that I, I could be experiencing it and finding all of the beauty that's in it. And I want to get better at that. And that may be a goal of yours too, to get better at that. And I think the first step towards that is acknowledging how difficult it is, acknowledging that that is a problem. And being willing to say, yep, that's tough for me. I want to be more aware of that in my life. I want to spot the places where I'm not doing that very well so that I can be more present and see all those things. There's a great story in the book of Genesis, an ancient scripture that tells a story about a guy named Jacob who was running away from his home. He had gotten himself into some trouble. He'd made some mistakes and he had to flee his home and go somewhere else, somewhere he where he really didn't know the people, someplace very new to him. And while he's on that journey, he's out in the wilderness, out in the middle of nowhere, in the middle of the night, and goes to sleep. And he has a rock for a pillow. <laughs> that's, that's where he is in terms of accommodations, laying on the ground with a rock for a pillow. And he has this dream. And in this dream, he he essentially meets God, hears God speak to him, and has this elaborate, really intimate interaction with, with God. And he wakes up the next morning, and he's just stunned by it. The reality is, when he wakes up the next morning, he was exactly where he was when he went to bed. He was on the exact ground in the exact land, with his head on the same rock that it had been on before. He was no different place. It wasn't like he was moved. It was the same place. And yet, when he wakes up, he says, this is amazing. God was here the whole time, and I didn't know it. Here the whole time, and I didn't know it. And that changed, I think, for this man, the way he saw the rest of his life. And when you continue to read his stories, the way he thinks about and looks at his life is different from that point on because he has this experience that shifts his perspective. And the rock wasn't any different. The ground wasn't any different. The location wasn't any different. But his awareness was different. And he started to see the divine He started to see the spiritual in every part of his life. 
And that concept, that that idea is is true for us. And I think it's the same thing that Van Gogh was was looking for in his life. He was looking for the ability to see more, to see more and to see deeper and with more insight and clarity into everything. That includes other people, to be able to see what's in them, what's been there the whole time that you didn't see. And some of the most spectacular things that come out of people uh, in our relationships with them, whether it's work or it's personal, come out when someone else, you, (laughs) for example, are willing to look at them and say, just stop and really think about them. Really think about who they are, where they're going, what they've done, and what's wonderful about them. And point it out and say, I see that wonderful thing in you. I see it. It's, it's incredible. And this is what's awesome about you. And what I find is amazing in my own life is that every time I'm willing to do that, I'm willing to affirm people in that way, to see that in them. It was there the whole time. But now all of a sudden, they see it more. It's clearer to them. And they choose to bring more of it into their life and into the world. So just by being willing to look at another person and say, I see something you know, incredible in you, and be willing to acknowledge and affirm that in them, you often give them the encouragement and strength they need to then bring it out to the world and make the world an incredible place. So you are making the world a better place. You're changing the context of your community. Every time you affirm that good thing in someone else, you're creating more of it for the world. And when you see it in relationships, it draws people, it draws you to people, it creates deeper connection. When people feel valued, when people feel like you respect them and care about them, when people feel like you see them, you see them, that you stopped and looked them in the eye and really saw them. That is so valuable. We are all of us, all of us struggle, I think, in the modern world with loneliness, with feeling disconnected, with feeling separate, with feeling by ourselves. And when you take the time to acknowledge someone else, to say, I see you and I see the good things in you, it is so validating and makes people feel so special that it creates a kind of loyalty and a kind of connection and a kind of mutual respect that is really wonderful. And there's almost no other way to get it but to share that kind of affirmation. And when you look at your own life that way too, it's great to do it externally. And that's wonderful. And the world needs that. But to also look at yourself that way, it's very likely that you have been missing all the beauty that's in you, that you've been looking at yourself in the way people typically look at a pair of old shoes. And you've been seeing yourself as that pair of old shoes. And you have discounted yourself. You have felt like maybe your best days were behind you. You have said, I am uncomfortable. I don't fit very well anywhere I go. And I'm worn out. And I'm not good for much than to be sold at the flea market. 
But the truth is about you. The truth that Vincent Van Gogh would have known about you. And the truth that I think I know about you too. Is that wherever you find yourself at this moment, whether it's at the Paris flea market, or it's caught up in depression or addiction, or it's frustration with where you are in life and feeling like you haven't accomplished enough in your life, or it's that concern that you are feeling a loneliness that will never end, and you're worried that it's because you're not enough and that you're not very lovable. Whatever you've been through, whatever you've experienced, whatever difficulties you've faced, there is still, there remains, there has consistently been a beauty deep inside of you, something incredible that the world needs. You have a gift that you can share. You have a work to do. You have a blessing to share with others. There is something in you that the world needs. And even though you may be feeling in a space where you feel weak, maybe you feel really strong right now and empowered and ready to go out and conquer the world. But even if you feel at the lowest point that you've ever been in your life, wherever you are today, there is still something of great value and beauty in you. And it may be that the most difficult job, the most difficult task, in your world right now is to be able to open your heart and open your eyes and see yourself clearly to see yourself the way you are seen by those who love you the most. And it may be that the thing that has become the most ordinary in your life that needs clarity is yourself. So here's my hope for you today. May you know deep in your heart that all of the things of your life, even the things that seem ordinary and everyday, that there is within them something beautiful and extraordinary for you to see, for you to affirm, and for you to elevate into the world to inspire others. The things you engage with, the people you're engaged with, the tasks you are on, all of them have within them this incredible opportunity to bring light and goodness and joy and peace and love into the world. All of the things around you have that. But may you also know that all of the things within you have that potential as well. The things that may seem ordinary and boring the things that to you seem mundane and everyday, the things that are uninteresting, the things that may even feel like weaknesses in your life, there is even within those things the opportunity for goodness, for blessing, for help, for others to make the world a happier, friendlier, kinder, more compassionate place. May you see all of that with clarity. May you be sensitive in your mind and in your heart to see things as they truly are and to stop and be willing to acknowledge the beauty around you and the beauty within you. Thanks for joining me for a few minutes today. If this was helpful to you, I hope you'll share it with someone 
who you think might need it. And I'd love it if you'd leave a comment wherever you found it on iTunes or or whatever place you found this podcast. Look forward to the next time we're together, sending you love and big hugs. Have a heroic day. 